Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. And we've got a treat for everybody now, a special treat. I'm very excited about this. Recently, I sat down and interviewed Jeff Kinney himself, the American author and cartoonist of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Jeff Kinney is one of the top five best-selling authors of all time. He has sold more than 250 million books. 250 million books, Dan. And his brand new animated adventure, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, is currently showing on Disney+. Plus. I sat down with him recently to talk about that and his time in Singapore singing karaoke. Here's my interview with Jeff Kinney now. Hello, my name is Neil Humphreys. I'm with Money FM in Singapore. How are you, Jeff Kinney? Hey, Neil, how are you? You have a great radio voice. Oh, well, thank you. That's very, very kind. Well, as someone who has a daughter who's read all of your books many, many times, uh, let's start at the very beginning with your toughest audience, the 250 million wonderful people who have bought your books. And when I told my daughter about your new movie, Diary of a Wimpy Kid on Disney. She said, cheese, cheese touch, must get the cheese touch right, must get the cheese touch right. So I showed her that little bit, the cheese touch part, and she said, yes, that's exactly how it should be. How important was it to you, Jeff, to make that successful transition from page to animated screen? Oh, it was so important. First of all, I'm glad that your daughter is a fan. That's really cool. Um, you know, what was really cool about this movie is that I got a chance to retell the first story. And I've never gotten to do that before. Yeah, not on my own. And I, I, I felt like I improved on it. So I felt like I was able to take this really kind of messy book and then tell a more distilled and more perfect version of it. And I'm really looking forward to doing that with more uh, Disney Plus movies. Like, imagine if you made tons of mistakes as, as a younger person, and then you had time to kind of revisit and go back over them and refine and improve. I think it's a privilege. Well, that's interesting, Jeff, because you said you hadn't much movie experience before this, but you said working with Disney on the first book, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, was one of the most enjoyable creative experiences of your life what was it like working with disney yeah i'm still doing it now and it you know i just got home from from writing a part of a screenplay and i can't wait to present it to them tomorrow it's great i would say the best thing about working with disney and the most surprising thing is that every cut of each film that we do goes through the whole chain of command all the way to the top they look at everything and they give notes, and you know that they're not going to let anything get by them. And I think that that's a mark of real professionals, and I feel like I'm in really good hands. Would you mention there how you've, almost, you've improved upon the first book in many ways? You've taken your wonderful stick figures, and you've created these fully rounded animated characters. As you went along that creative process, how do you think the characters changed and improved along the way? I think that what's really exciting about the film is that, they, it, that it feels grounded in reality. We're creating an unreal situation. You've got Greg Heffley who's got you know, three strands of hair on his head, but everything else yeah. about it feels kind of real. 
Um, you know, and we made these choices to, to use a muted color palette and to use a semi-realistic style so that it felt like it was grounded in the real world. And so I feel like by making them fleshed out characters, I feel like we, we treated them like actors. And so when I wrote mm. the screenplay, I wasn't thinking I'm writing for animation. I thought I'm writing for actors. And I think that that helps to tell a more emotional story. And you're also writing for the whole family. I know you've said this before. You know, you originally wrote the books. You thought they might go off in a section of the adult comic book corner. I've read the books with my daughter. My wife has. We've listened to the audio books. And you've said it's important, working with Disney, that they don't make films just for kids. They make them for the whole family. Why was that important to you? Yeah, that was something they really challenged me on because when I wrote my first drafts of the screenplay, uh, the parents were really superficial characters. They were accessories. And Disney said, we don't, you know, we don't do that. We, you know, dad's got to have more depth, more shading to him, and so does mom. And so that, that changes your perspective a little bit because I think you know, when you make films for other outlets, you might be thinking, I'm writing something for kids. This is going to be viewed on the couch you know, right after school. But here you have to tell an emotionally resonant story that works for everyone. And I, I think, I hope we did. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I think, you know, Greg Heffley, Rowley Jefferson, the other characters, they have been expanded. There's no doubt about that. From That's a good. writing perspective, how did you achieve that? Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I learned a lot in, in the past 10 years or however long it's been that I've been working on the animated films. I learned so much by sitting in on producers meetings and writers meetings and of course being on set and I couldn't have written this script if I hadn't been a part of that process. And I also didn't know the first thing about story writing until maybe my ninth or tenth book. Um, you know, I, I don't consider myself a great novelist, uh, nor even a, a good storyteller. I consider myself to be a joke writer, you know, and so I, my priority has always been on the humor. And so now I'm learning uh, to tell better stories. And when you come, when you step up to the plate and do a film, you better know how to tell a good story. Let's talk about those stories briefly. Let's talk about those stories. You know, your Wimpy Kid books and the new movie, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, are pretty much set in a Western middle school environment. And yet they resonate with global audiences. They are huge here in Singapore. Everyone is waiting excitedly for this new movie on Disney Plus in Singapore. What is it do you think that appeals to readers all over the world, children, parents, grandparents? Why do you think the Wimpy Kid series and the new movie resonates with such a broad global audience? Uh, that's really cool to hear. And I asked myself that same question. And I, I feel like I learned the answer when I visited Singapore a few years ago. Uh, we had to, to do a very last minute trip where we only had like three or four days to plan it. And there were these packed, you know, theaters and packed bookstores. And I thought it was just crazy. And I said, well, I don't have anything in common with the people who, who live in Singapore. But I learned that, that I do have so much in common. And, and that's because we all share this, this common experience called childhood. You know, these are stories that resonate because they're stories of parents and, and kids and best friends and bullies and pets and homework and, and all the things that, that, that kids go through all around the world. And so one of the 
biggest joys of my life is seeing kids in Singapore and China and Japan and New Zealand and in Africa to embrace these these characters as their own. That's wonderful. And I just want to ask you, you know, when you wrote that first book and you said it took you many years, what were your ambitions when you wrote that first book? And do you have even now, you know, 250 million copies later and a new animated movie on Disney Plus, do you still get those pinch me, how did we get here moments? Yeah, what's really funny is that I live the same year again and again. I just put out a new book, but I'm getting ready to basically go back to the lab. Um, I write in very undignified environments. I tend to write in my car at the cemetery. Um, So my world feels really small when I'm writing a new book. And at that time, I'm full of doubt and self-loathing, and any writer can relate to this, you know, uh, the way that you feel. Can I ever write something good again? And so it all starts over again. And then I work for a long time on the book. I work really hard, put it out there into the world. And then the book reaches every corner of the globe simultaneously. That's my pinch me moment when I fly to a place like Singapore and a bunch of people show up in in a theater. You know, it's really, really cool. It's a huge privilege. You know, even if my next book was terrible, people would still read it because they're used to the series. Um, but it's, uh, it's a privilege that I never take for granted. Well, just briefly, you mentioned there the pressure. Do you still feel it, Jeff? I mean, you've written so many books. You've got the new movie out. And every time you sit down, it's a new story, a new blank page. Singaporeans are waiting. The whole world is waiting. Do you still feel that pressure as an author? Yeah, it's not a pressure, it's a responsibility, right? Because I know that I'm in a privileged position and I I know that I need to do right by the readers. So what I always wonder at when I have that blank page is I don't know how I came up with the other stuff before it and I don't know how I'm going to come up with the new stuff now. So I have to go through a process and I have to be sort of born again every time I, I write a new book. Wonderful. And I have spoken to the publisher, the distributor of your books here. I know them. We share the same distributor. And when I asked them about when you came to Singapore, their words were, it was like Beatlemania. <laughs> That's right. Is there any chance of you ever visiting Singapore again? Oh, absolutely. I, I loved it. I did karaoke uh, somewhere along, <laughs> along the line there. Um, it was really, really fun. I met, I met great people. Uh, I was exposed to a part of the world that I've never been to before. And I uh, keep using the word privilege. I don't mean to overuse it, but it's, um, it's amazing to be received like that. And it also felt very comfortable. It was a good, it was a good place for me to visit. Well, I have to say this, Jeff, I visit many, many, many schools, speak to many teachers and principals in Singapore, and they say it's the wimpy kid books that trigger a love of reading in young middle grade readers of all ages, of all races, I should say, in Singapore, with varying differences in terms of language, capabilities and so on. How do you feel about that? I know you said the word privilege, but it must be so wonderful to know that you've triggered a love of reading in young people across the world. Yeah, that, that fills me with joy. Like I, my hope is that kids will read my books, encounter my books, have a good laugh, read a bunch, and then move on. You know, I, I love, now I'm at this interesting stage in my career where I'm meeting kids who have grown up and they're starting their careers. 
and they were influenced by my books in some way and they probably shaped them in some way and hopefully we'll see a new generation of creators that comes from reading books like mine it's wonderful and finally jeff here we are 250 million books later a brand new fantastic animated movie on disney plus what happens next for you oh boy hopefully more of the same you know i i live the same year again and again like i said and it's a very good year to relive so i hope we get to do a pile of these books i hope we get to adapt lots and lots of them uh and uh you know onward into the future i'd love to keep doing this for decades jeff kinney author of the wimpy kid series and screenwriter of the <laughs> brand new diary of a wimpy kid on disney plus congratulations it's a wonderful film. Uh, thanks for speaking to Money FM, and we hope to see you in Singapore very soon. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your great questions. Take care. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.